Welcome to the Sparkle Shamelessly with Lainey Love podcast. I'm your transformational host, Lainey Love Dalby, and I'm on a mission to free human spirits to sparkle shamelessly and step into their authentic power, including you, beloved listener. On this podcast, we're gathering fireside from around the globe for monthly interviews, storytelling, spiritual teachings, and sacred practices with style, sass, and the sacred. Come on over to LaineyLoveDalby.com for more spiritual and leadership development resources. And now, on to the show! Hello, beloveds! Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so grateful to be here together with you today, and I wanted to share a story with you. And this particular story is about how nine lives taken by suicide has truly given me greater life and aliveness than almost anything else in my journey. So as a pansexual, queer, femme woman of spirit, I certainly don't fit neatly into any conventional molds. And, you know, my shamelessly sparkling, dancing, fire star being self doesn't always align with the definitions and structures that are set out in our 3D reality. And I've often been met with ridicule, bullying, shaming, violence, and more from the world around me for really not fitting into the status quo and instead consciously turning away from it at every opportunity I could. And, you know, the world just really couldn't handle my blinding bright light and creativity, so they tried to dampen it. And on my path, I attracted many others just like me. A soul family, like-minded kin that felt safe walking the path together outside of these bounds of convention and patriarchy and all of those things that seek to oppress us and our full light and radiance, essentially. But along this journey, the pain and wounding really took its toll on some of my beloveds and lovers and soul kin, and many of them didn't make it. My first beloved to commit suicide was age 11 in middle school. I was 12 when I attended his funeral. He was gay and the highly conservative world that we lived in had shut him out and his young heart just couldn't bear the heartbreak. I still remember seeing his gigantic smile and charisma meeting me in the school hallways each day and how much. I deeply missed that when he was gone. At that time, I didn't even have any sense of understanding. And it was very difficult for my young self to really even understand what had happened. It took many, many years later for me to really come to terms with that, with that trauma and that loss. Another was a brilliant artist and visionary creator who was shunned and ridiculed for really being ahead of her time and just not being able to figure out how to be here on this 3D plane. And more recently, the last beloved to leave this earth plane was a little over a year ago. He was an incredible poet, a humanitarian, and a sensitive empath who always brought such profound beauty to the world. 
He'd battled his inner demons implanted from the outside world for years, and the darkness eventually won. I've even had to pull friends out of window panes before. And all nine of these suicides were a direct result of bullying and shaming and these beautiful and unique souls having their spirits squashed and stolen by an often violent and cruel world that couldn't see their radiance and divine essence. And each time my heart broke into a million more tiny pieces and I wanted to do all I could to help support and take a stand for others who've also been told they're too much or not enough or are relentlessly shamed just for being who they truly are. This was one of the main reasons I was called to develop the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly and to live in ecstatic devotion to my sacred work in the world. That's why I'm here with you on this podcast, beloved. It's why I'm deeply committed to help end the rampant disregard for human life, especially the overt and covert violence that is perpetrated against the sacred feminine and most of all, our own bodies and each other due to disconnection. Just imagine all the small and invisible acts of hatred and violence that are being acted upon our fellow beloveds that aren't being talked about that aren't making national news in each moment, that are happening in schools and playgrounds and public parks and social gatherings and street corners and social media feeds and more. This type of violence is so insidious because it's silent and it steals the spirit and unique soul sparkle from an individual. It robs them of their full potential and oppresses them from truly thriving in life. It implants these toxic seeds of, you're not enough just as you are. You're bad. You don't belong here. Those seeds grow into deep wounding, pain, and oppressive scripts in the body and mind that end up holding us back in our lives, and sometimes leading us to the edge of suicide. Sometimes leading us to no longer wanting to have to face the pain and I know because I've been there too, beloved, on my Brooklyn loft rooftop ledge, ready to jump. But a voice came in loud and clear that it was not my time to go. And now I know why. So much of the deep spiritual shamanic and healing work I do is to help root out these noxious seeds that were planted so carelessly in the shadows by others long ago. And it doesn't have to be this way. We are precious divine beings made of stardust. It's time for us to remember that fact. It's time for a sacred revolution of love and reverence for ourselves and each other and our planet and the great web of all life. I refuse to stand by and let our fellow beloveds be senselessly attacked. It's time for the old story of separation to end and for us to remember union and our interconnectedness and intimacy with all of life. Sparkling shamelessly is about being lit up and turned on and blazing true. It's about coming home to who we truly are and who we've always been. An essential aspect of this is moving towards what makes us come alive. And this is actually our pillar, this moon in Sister Hive, 
from the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly in honor of all my beloveds who've lost their lives to suicide. And as Howard Thurman shared, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do that. Because the world needs, what the world needs is people who have come alive. The desert monks actually had a powerful practice of keeping an awareness of death called memento mori. Essentially, it is to remember that one day we will die. They constantly embraced the incredible gift of this one precious life we've been given. They carried death with them as an advisor and a reminder to appreciate life, as opposed to thinking of death as an escape from misery or old pain or shame. And we all are in need of spiritual tools to put our lives in a bigger context. And I only wish now that I'd had them available to share with my beloveds years ago before they left this earth plane. The real question is, knowing the fierce reality that one unknown day we will die, how can we live life more fully alive here now? Knowing that we will never get another chance at this particular life, we must live it to the fullest now, sucking the marrow out of the bone of life and making it a priority to feel fully alive each day. Often we're in this cultural hypnosis about how we're supposed to live, what we should do, not what makes us feel most alive and lights us up with true bright joy. Do you want to be dead broke or dead by 65? That's the majority of our world today. And then there's the amount of women over 40 on antidepressants, over 60%. We're numbed out to life instead of feeling it all pulsing in our veins. I propose less suffering and more living fully alive. Our bodies were made for ecstasy. Why would we not want to live into that and enjoy that to the fullest? That's why all the work I do is about embodied leadership, bringing forward this new feminine paradigm from a place of embodied leadership. For our bodies are the portal to our power. And as 2020 presidential candidate Marianne Williamson has so eloquently stated, there is no greater career than being a fully alive, fully present, and fully loving human being. That is truth. Just let that land in your being, beloved. And one of the things that I wanted to bring forward is that people often are surprised when they hear the top five deathbed regrets. Number one is, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Number two is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three is, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four is, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And number five is, I wish I had let myself be happier. All I can say 
is that being a part of our community and doing your inner work is a surefire way to avoid these feelings. Moving towards your power, sovereignty, and shameless sparkle is an antidote to what plagues so many when they face this profound transition point. Also being sure you have the support you need to thrive and where you feel safe to reach out in a time of need. This is why we gather, beloved. And as intuitive astrologer Virginia Rosenberg shared in her New Moon and Cancer report today, if our families aren't here for us, we be our own family, attentive to and actively meeting our needs. We surround ourselves with chosen kin. We go where we need to to feel most at home. We develop meaningful relationships that can hold and support us through life. Creating bonded relationships is an act of rebellion. Cultivating emotional and physical closeness is a revolutionary act. So with that said, we hope that you'll join us soon in Sacred Circle for this act of rebellion, beloved. That's why gathering in Sacred Circles is another of the 13 pillars of the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly. So in closing and in honor of world pride, I wanted to offer a prayer. May we collectively move towards a world where everyone is honored for their unique authentic expression and soul sparkle, whatever that may be. A world where we are free to be fully who we are without fear or judgment or shaming or backlash. A world that honors the brilliant rainbow spectrum of light and color and diversity and love in our world. A world where we can stand proud in our original essence and just be, saying, this is me. A world where this level of acceptance and freedom and love and unity and celebration of life itself happens every day. So I'll leave you with that, beloved. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And if you are struggling and need of immediate support, please reach out to a beloved, to us, or to a suicide hotline directly. Know that you are not alone and that we are walking with you. We see you, we honor you, and we love you. Bye for now, beloved. Thanks so much for joining us for the show today, beloved. Trillions of years of evolution and revolution led to you. It's time to remember who you truly are and why you're here at this most powerful time in human history. It's time to allow your full spiritual magnificence and the raw truth of who you are to come forth. It's time to be lit up and turned on and blazing true because the world needs your unique soul sparkle now more than ever. So remember, someone out there needs you. Are you willing to finally come out of hiding and live your life so that they can find you? I'll leave you with that question for now, beloved, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.
If you enjoyed the show today, please share it with your beloveds and come on over to LaineyLoveDolby.com where you'll receive a free Soul Sparkle starter kit so you can begin your own journey to ignite your revolutionary potential today.